Blog Talk Radio. Never knew you felt like that, baby. Never knew you felt like that. Pleasure's all mine. Session of spoken word. We just heard from Plows, 
Um, I only think of you on two occasions in Asante. I love that song. It's so cute how they take the songs that was hit back in the day and still hits in my eyes, and they remake them. But I say if you're going to remake them, you better do good at it. So we're going to open up with some spoken word by none other than Diamond J, who will be my feature on the 12th of September. My letter to the government. Dear Uncle Sam, most of my life I didn't care one way or the other how you did business. All I knew is that everybody that works for you is granted the license to lie and contradict what is told to the country you're supposed to serve and protect. Had I known what I found out about my father before I wasted four years of my life working for you, I never would have signed up for the Navy. It's bad enough your employees caused me to miss out on the birth of my first child, but knowing that ain't the only thing you caused me to miss out on is why I'm writing you now. You remember my father, Clinton Overton? Here, yeah, it doesn't surprise me that you don't. He was one of the many soldiers who survived the Vietnam conflict that your counterpart at the time had no business starting. Then to add insult to injury, you drafted my father and many others to go and fight for something that from what I've been told wasn't even worth it. No, I wasn't born a thought of when Vietnam went down, but that ain't the point. The point is because of how you did him and the rest who survived is the reason I never had a relationship with him. Did you forget that those who were drafted were never put through basic training? Your people, for some reason, didn't think training of any kind was needed. All your people did was give them two choices, fight for us or go to jail. There were some who were strong-minded enough to face jail rather than fight in a war that didn't make sense to them. Others didn't want to go to jail and felt they didn't have much of a choice. Even the great Muhammad Ali, formerly known as Cassius Clay, didn't have any problems with Viet Cong, or rather Vietnam. So why should he fight for a country that disrespected him and his ancestors in the worst way possible? Once again, had I known then what I know now, had I known that despite the very people you serve, you ignore their cries to stop the war, despite the soldiers who survived and made it back home, they wasn't given their just due neither by you or the public. The public was too ignorant of the soldiers' well-being because of the effect that the war shouldn't have taken place to begin with. If I had known that you treated the very soldiers you forced to fight for you as lab rats and guinea pigs for Agent Orange, I never would have worked for you. It's bad enough they wasn't welcomed back into the country by the public. But after the war was over, you just tossed them back into society as if it was nothing. Never mind the fact that you snatched them from familiar to unfamiliar and hostile territory. Never mind the fact that all you gave them was an M16 and a backpack when you dropped them off. Never mind the fact that they had no way to cope with post-traumatic stress after seeing most of their platoon's body parts blown 50 feet away from stepping on a landmine. After all that, you tell them, thanks for your service, and leave it at that. But you didn't think about one factor in the grand scheme of things. You didn't think about the families that were affected by the loss of those soldiers, dead or alive. Not a single person who is alive today that served in that war is the same mentally. Families end up having to distance themselves from that soldier because he ain't wrapped tight in the head. They can't deal with it or they don't want to be bothered with them. It's bad enough you abandoned them the way you did. But who the hell are they supposed to turn to now if their own family turns their back on them because they can't handle the shit that you did to them? And then there are people like me who didn't have a close relationship with their father because of the shit you did to them. One of the few times I believe my father and the likes of him might have been better off dead the way him and his peers were treated and left behind in society. Which is where I come into play. 
there are or were a lot of Generation Xers in the black community who didn't have a father in their lives because of your actions. Although my father survived, he might have been better off dead. It's amazing he even knew or remembered who I was to him. My family told me he was working for you but got kicked out of the military because he didn't follow orders. <laughs> I can't fault him for that knowing personally how you operate. Although I didn't turn out like most kids who didn't have a father in their house because of your actions, I feel for those who went down the wrong path. Their mother couldn't do it all alone, but then again, they ain't have a choice. The one thing I did learn was how not to be like my father for when I had kids of my own, because I wouldn't want them to go through the same shit. But yet and still, here we are 40 plus years later, and the son of a bush you got in office now is doing the same shit Nixon did. Except Bush's reason for starting this war is still out there. Osama bin Laden and Al-Qaeda. The supposed war on terror. For some reason, taking out Saddam Hussein helped the war on terror. No, it didn't. It ain't helped shit on this war. And now the death toll for this stupid-ass war is more than the events of 9-11 itself. I'd like to see what lies you tell the people you serve this time. I already know how you treat people you call veterans. The Walter Reed Army Medical Center in your backyard already showed us that in 2007. That's the type of thanks you give to people that come back wounded doing your dirty work. And I have the unfortunate privilege of carrying around that label of veteran for doing your dirty work when Bill Clinton was in office. So fuck you very much for showing me what it's like to be a veteran so I can tell my kids not to work for you. Sincerely, Diamond J, son of a dead Vietnam vet. Yes, that was Diamond J, uh, the feature on Poetry After Dark, which will be airing Saturday, September the 12th. Definitely come check him out. He will have some pieces, new pieces that I don't have yet, um, exclusive for y'all to enjoy. I have a Skype call in line, and if you're in or able to get in my chat room, please notify yourself there. Let me know who you are so I can bring you on the air if you want to sit. I am having open mic. If you want to call in and sit, the number is 347-826-9842. And those of you that are interested in posting your poetry, there's a Poetry After Dark site, and that's www.poetryafterdarknl, which stands for nightlife.name.com. Get over there, post some poetry, and meet some fellow poets and show your work. All right, so we're going to fall back with some music, poetry. It's getting real late. Beside me, 
Welcome all to Friday's session of Spoken Word. I'm your host, the Angelic Poetess. Shout out to Angel Eyes, At Home Biz Radio, Mother Knows, Play Your Cards Right, Coach K, those on the line. Thank you all for showing up tonight and chilling with me. I have a special segment that will be airing this Sunday. And this is a topic show that I really don't do much but I feel the need to do it. The title of this show is going to be about BTR hosts and the respect round on show hosting, when shows are hosting, and so on. I anticipate this show to draw some heat, not looking for the heat, but, hey, if it got to come, it got to come. So there's some things that I want to get off my chest and, let it be known to the BTR world on how I feel what's been going on, particularly in the poetic category. I'm not really speaking about the other categories. But tune in Sunday. That show will be on at 9 o'clock for that. Also, uh, Poetry After Dark original will be on Saturday, which is tomorrow, at 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Those who have poetry tracks, um, and the artists as well, feel free to send your tracks to poetryafterdark at gmail.com. We're going to move into some more spoken word. This next poet is Queen Unique, A Poetic Purpose. I came from hard work where men worked all day under the sun with no shirts. Walked on hot sands with feet scorched almost barefoot. Not because I didn't have shoes, but... Because sometimes I wore the souls through. I was born in a small city where dreams were only for dreamers. And the cold of the streets was deeper than any vows of matrimony. Raised in a home where pain, hate, and violence had smothered love and happiness into a dead ice cold silence where educational involvement came in the form of a threat. And it was just one of them things to live in poverty and death. I was taught to believe in the power of education, so I learned stuff, but what I didn't learn soon enough was that information is more powerful than being smart. I traded my life for working hours from morning to dark. My voice and my pen were my true gifts, but no one knew. For every page I wrote, I stacked unread books on top of my words to keep them hidden. Because at that time, too much artistic vibe in a young man's soul in that place was forbidden. Now I was a product of my environment Seeking the father figure I never had At the hands of men I never met Seeking attention but stocking up for years of regret The trials of life had raked my college dreams And I no longer have respect for what knowledge means Walking to purple lights and flash and strolls I made up my mind that I changed my wardrobe Cause you see back in the day Sessie was not smart So I'd adapt to my surroundings and play that part Throwing back shots of 80 feet to drown my anguish For the almighty dollar, yeah, I speak their language I was afraid of getting lost in the shuffle Where I'd seen so many get caught up in the street hustle And don't get it twisted Just because I grew up in a rural community Doesn't mean that young kids don't get caught up in the street scenes I saw a few who didn't live long enough to see Themselves become the men that they were meant to be 
I watch some get addicted to the income streams of selling drugs, and I watch way too many become the best customers. During the summer months, Monday through Wednesday, I worked outside in the heat on the farm with my uncle and granddaddy. Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, I gave old men shades. Became known as the king of poured on phase. Perfected the art of assholes, high angles, flat tops, and arched eyebrows. Drew designs through follicles that some still can't do today with pencils. See, I made people smile because I knew to make men and women look the best. It wasn't a hustle on the side, kid. I was professionally blessed. The power of fantasy and the comfort of escaping my reality, it was a, a tragedy. But no way could you tell me in a sheer cat suit six inches under my heels with three layers of makeup, swinging around poles trying to get my cake up. But over the bass and the speakers, I could still hear that voice whisper, you shall I push walls, oxes and andes from the age of 15. Now I push down walls while fostering hope in the lives of others with the candid acknowledgement that I am most attracted to the awesome beauty of creativity. So I kept reading books and dressing rooms through the gloom of cigarette fumes. I knew it wasn't for me, but it paid some damn bills and filled the void inside of me. Well, at least I thought it. But I'd rush home to shower away, still smoke from my hair and that invisible fingerprint from my skin and then drain my guilt every night in the sleeping pillows but still wake up the next morning, head hung low like weeping pillows. Lord, what's happening? The mortgage is gone. The Lexus from a year ago. Now just a baby gift to wear The Gucci wallet in my back pocket. Just a piece of leather and gold. And Ralph don't even talk about gold. The lady on my arm, she's not just a single watch on my wrist. Keeping time with how long I can watch so one before I'm packing through for free in this place. Of art, music, and this industry, which can be one big, bad, nasty piece of a business. I came home one night to a crying baby. As I held her above my head, she shed one single tear. It plummeted to my face and began to slowly erase my fears and years of agony. It replenished my thirst for acceptance, opened my third eye to see that all I searched for was always right inside of me. This was my epiphany. It's too much risk to move forward, but it's far too much more risk for me to stop. My next album may flop or maybe not, but if I stop, I know my heart will stop. Because this is what I was born to do. If it sounds like blues, you're on the wrong tune. Because it's really more like purple and gold. And I'm not stopping until I let it do what it's going to do. I picked up a pen and filled my heart and soul. Scribed away all the secrets I had never told. I cried through my adjectives and screamed through my birds. Found the way to the promised land as my hands those anointed words, I built the courage to walk away. Life continues to be challenging, but a victorious spirit shapes a positive attitude. No matter how much I have to go through, best believe I'm going through in order to get to my breakthrough. Conceding to failure has never been allowed to live in my home, and I won't allow my mind to live with adversity until my ability to dream is gone. My mentality and spirituality defined me as a rich girl, and it was my choice which world I wanted to inhabit. So I sacrificed my friends, holding all of the streets and 
baby, you can have it. Cause I've been blessed with the ability to see the stars. Economics is this. Mostly model calculation. But determination is something that algebra and calculus can never reach deep enough in equation to comprehend. In my purpose, I am part of a much I am free to be passionate, to prosper, and even to fail. I hold my alabaster bar tires, my ship set sail, and even at times that I break down and cry, you see these wings on the perfect Kleenex to dry my eyes. See, this ain't for the faint of heart, and that's fine, but I dare you to say poetry is just a pastime. I'm making each word for the glass line. Poetry saved me.
You're tuned in to Friday's session of Spoken Word. Welcome all to the show. This is the Angelic Poetry. Call in number is 347-826-9842. And we're going to dig a little deeper with Melanie Lowe. never meant to hurt you, but the scars for the wounds that were inflicted in your name are beginning to itch, and yes, I am scratching, like you are the scar on my right foot. I once thought if I pedaled fast enough, my pink bike would ascend and I would finally taste the clouds I skipped under. The bone white flesh beneath my caramel skin peeked through before blood began to push through the pores, forming a small river that wrapped around my heel and stained my flip-flop. I screamed and cried as my mother cleaned the wound, chiding me for riding a bike without proper shoes, speaking low to hide the quiver in her voice. And to this day, I scratched this scar absent-mindedly. But the difference between the scars I forced upon myself in childhood, tomboy, abandoned, and the scars that were forced upon me, the difference, God, is that I can see these scars. And if there's some itch in the night, I can scratch and be done. But with you, God, every time I go to sleep with an itch, I wake up with my lips burning 10 degrees hotter for every time I've said I don't know when asked if I believe in you. I'm this half-human, half-televangelist who either way doesn't know the names of the deities my spirit daily reaches out to. I wake up only to find my answers are still asleep. What do I do if I don't want your embrace? What if I trust me to keep my soul safe? If I can't trust that the person who gazes back at me every morning is enough, then why should I ever trust you? I have wounds gaping wide, my blood forming rivers that stain conversation, but there is no one there to heal me this time. My mother leaves the dinner table every time your name is brought up outside of saying grace. I once thought if I prayed hard enough, my spirit would ascend to taste the God I mourn under. Instead, I've fallen flat, a traitor, maybe, or just someone lost. Thinking of yourself Not that I 
section of spoken word. This is the Angelic Poetess. I went back, guys. That's probably about 89. It took me quite some time to find that hit right there. To all that remember, we even heard of that song before. This lady's name is Sweet C. And she had a um, another girl do the background, but I didn't get that name. But anyhow, 
If you want to get on the mic, it is opening 347-826-9842, or you can just lay back and chill and enjoy the tracks and music. I have a piece that I'm going to share tonight, and it's titled That Intellectual Love. Now, this here is something new, even for me, so I will take my time and express this professionally. See, this expression from A to Z is making my intellect stretch beyond the galaxy. I am in love. Do you hear me? I'm in love. In love with grammar, that letter, it really wraps me right. In the morning, in the evening, and even in the darkening of the night. That intellectual love is power behind the statement, listening so close as if I were the words inside and out. Refining all the modules it takes for me to function. Revive some sweet sounds that lift my soul. Each sector brought me acknowledge. Again, I became whole. And oh, how did you know? He softly speaks the gentleness of each letter. Sounding it out, I received this vast proposition. I listen and become one with the flow. Sometimes it's fast, but with him, it's very slow. As he designs the course I follow, observing all it takes to break his block. By his tone, I know it's time for this to be, the baptism of unspoken poetry. So radiantly, you bring declarations, profound with all these verbs, adjectives, and nouns. It's the sound that rolls off your tongue. It brings me to a symphony, so I dance. In emotion, every pronounced melody, I'm lost in you. You broke that bind, that being that tried to capture my words, but now... I am that poet to be heard. So all this bound walk with me. And that's that piece by yours truly. All right, so we're going to keep the tracks rolling. I'm going to bring in Son of Man. And this one's titled Flatline. My mentality is crippled for my inability to love you. I have Down syndrome emotions and my social insecurity limits my perception. Seeing you through my eyes is hard with blind ambitions. Leaving this cascaded window of my soul with streaks. Never doubting your motive. My motivation lacks the mechanical function to reach. To each his own yet one is selfish. Hiding the truth in the innuendo of his spirit, unable to look in the mirror, not trying to shatter his dreams. He is depicted as an unstable character with the fear factor of a rogue. He camouflages his feelings with a parallel smile. See now to his mentality, he dances out of reality, just coping with the struggle while his morals juggle through his cerebellum. Someone has to tell him that. The apparatus that he is confined to is his life support. Unaware of his surrounding, he lies dormant. This functional yet his critical condition has him walking down the road to perdition. Wishing on a star yet the sun sees not the wicked for. The night is only aware of his transgressions and his mother's blessings were stripped with his pride as he crashes in disrespect the first time he struck her. His Father was never there, so that manly love was rare, leaving in his eyes that cold stare of hatred. Life 
he couldn't take it as he hid within the confinements of paraphernalia, hallucinating the world with the perfect dichotomy, transcending his visualizations of self into an entity of non-divinity because his love for no one else left him sleeping with the enemy.
And you're tuned in to Friday's session of Spoken Word. I hope you all are enjoying the show. Call in number if you would like to get on the mic. It's 347-826-9842. Just a friendly reminder that I will be doing a special edition of a special segment show titled uh, BPR Reset. And this is speaking to the host. Join, you know, the round table discussion and voice your opinions, because this show is guaranteed to be up the wall. <laughs> um, but anyhow, Saturday we'll be doing the show as well, 10 o'clock p.m., and this is Eastern Standard Time, 4 to after dark. Next up will be Tranquility, and this one is titled Him. Sweet poet, come hither and let me sweep the skies with your name and the clouds and heavens will open up before my eyes and cover me in your blessed rain drops inspired by the sadness in your eyes the tears you have cried the bleeding of your insides these things shall now be repaired for my love is the remedy that you have needed and sought after yet you did not even know you had no idea You had no clue but me, I knew, I knew the moment I heard your words, branding me internally and leaving your indescribable mark upon my soul. My sweet poet, please allow me to embrace you in my very own ink, my very own songs, for I have craved your touch for so very long. One thousand lifetimes of desire of wanting you and wrapping you and rapturing you and capturing you, swallowing you entirely into the infinite abyss of my heart, then sealing it with one divine kiss upon your beautiful lips. Sweet poet, I have prayed for your words to sing me to sleep each night, lulling me to the tranquility of nocturnal bliss with a lover's lullaby and holding me tight, praying on bended knee and filled with humility I approach your spirit with the kindest of intentions for I only wish to be eye to eye flesh to flesh inhaling each other as if we were one another's last breath sweet poet I am sun-kissed by the warmth of your delicious spirit remnants of my past are lost and have fallen by the wayside etching themselves into the concrete of distant remembrances I am Nothing like I was or used to be, my dear, dear, sweet poet. Because of you, I am liberated. Because of you, my soul is free and my spirit is now cleansed and renewed, rising more every time your heart smiles at me. You see, I have finally come to realize that I am no longer an option, but instead, I am an incomparable, full-fledged, undeniable priority. Your peace into my cage heart 
It's like running with no finish or a start It sets me free to where there is nothing else for me to think Nothing else for me to speak When our minds meet our third eye becomes in sync Your words, your words breathe life into me It makes me birth energy in other galaxies I push out any insecurities to bask in your luminous light. Take you up on your offer? I just might. It's beautiful when women speak positivity into men. I'm not here, King, to tear you down. Here, my love, here's your crown. Let's build promised lands on sand. Pyramids of our poetry through eternity still Far more given than lifelines on hands. It's your poetry that makes my heart, this pen, this notebook, live. So I recycle 360, all what you have given unto me. You are him, so I breathe life into you with seven trillion wins. Breathe life, breathe peace. Breathe love, breathe love, breathe life,
I want to do dumb things. I'm talking strolling in the park things, stealing kisses straddled on park swings in the daylight while the ice cream van sings a little melody for us to move to like... I'm talking some midnight dedications of rare groove tunes and we're all across London. We use it real names too because we're not phased by who call who a fool. See, I want to do everything with you. So I fantasize about you just every day and I want to do just everything. Say baby, say everything and uh now I want to run holding hands, see, I, I know that we can do this in a field of purple grass sprayed with green or white tulips under a sky washed orange by an everlasting sunset. You know what? I ain't done yet. See, I want to uh, catch a ride of some crimson-colored stallion. We can sail a boat made of water straight into the horizon. Or we can catch a lift on a cloud that silver linings really platinum. But you know what? I still ain't done yet. See, I want to, uh... And I was thinking we could... And if you wouldn't mind a little... And if you're ready, we can always... I'm no longer scared of your future, baby, because after tonight, I'm going to be in your history forever. See, I, uh-huh, about you, just every day, and I said, do just everything, yeah, everything,
and you're tuned into Friday's section of spoken word. And I came back because I was about to roll another track here, but I came back on the air to bring on five seven three. Hey, Miss D, how you doing? All right, how you doing tonight? I'm doing okay. This is communication is peace. Oh, um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Usually I'm not around for your show, but um, tonight I wanted to um, do a piece for my dad. Tomorrow's his um, anniversary of um, five years since he's been gone. So I wanted to do a piece in his memory. Okay. All right, and it's called The Father in You. As I go on in this life and try to do what's right, I can't help comparing you to the man passing through. I always remember you being there, never missing anything, doing more than your share. How you gave us love and demanded it back. How you guided us and taught us how to act. Daddy, to this very day, I'm still Daddy's girl. You love me unconditionally, even when I worked your last nine. I pray that someone will love my son just the same. A man who will be there for him and not complain. When he reaches the difficult stages in life, he'll be there and guide him and help him make good decisions and do the right thing. I'm looking for the qualities you possess as my dad, how you were so patient with us and tried so hard not to get mad, how you carefully chose the ones you associated with, not putting us around bad influence, and for that you always be appreciated. You taught us how to be women and ladies too. Gave us tools that forever, as long as we live, we'll always be able to use. Encouraged us to be strong and use our minds. How you took us places, fishing, great America, spending quality time. You are a great father, listener, advisor, and friend. And even though we didn't always agree on you, I knew I could always depend. You're no longer here, but you'll forever be in my heart. I'm hoping to find someone willing to do his part. Someone daddy just like you, hardworking, faithful, and true. And that's called the father in you. Wow. You know, I really want to thank you for reading that. Because I, I sat here as you was reading and just thinking about my dad. And this has been almost five years in December will be for him passing on. And that is very, very deep. And heartfelt. And I'm feeling you so much on that piece. Uh, I just appreciate you letting me do it. <laughs> oh, it's all love. Anytime, girl. Anytime. All right. Thank you so much. All right. You're welcome. All right, all right guys. That was communication ESP um, that's been chilling on the line for the last quite a while. Appreciate her calling in and doing that piece for us. All right. So we're going to jump back into uh, the music. Well, actually, the, the spoken word, I'm going to play a track by Manny, and this is Van Vincent. I've been 30 since 16, she says. 
Who's worse? You or me for not giving a damn? And you mad at the world all over cause you can't change the man you slept with as quickly as you change the sweat-stained sheets the next morning. The stench of bad decisions still reeks. And after one night on, cause predators can smell when you're alone. Body twitching cause your emotions need a fixing. So you display the best that God gave. Cause you just hoping that you can land something to take your mind away for a while. Forget about all your class and style. You hurting, horny, and empty. And you just need a piece. So you can forget everything that you release. Your soul into that man's ego. Now I'm not a player, I'm no Romeo, I'm your hero. Girl, stop playing. <laughs> you know I'm your hero. You call me Superman. You say nobody can fix it the way I can. Ooh, baby, you my candy man. That's what you said. Don't make me bad. Stay in my bed until we see a new morning. But now, it's over. And not only are you yesterday, you're suddenly boring. Now here's a bigger question. What is it that's not making the connection? Because the way I see it, love is a human need and we all need it. But why are you still so lonely? It's because you settle for fantasy. Because your past trailed crumbs of self-deceit that have become the treasures of your reality. You can end the game here or start it all over again for another repeat. I just wonder how long it will be before you can see through the blindness that lust shadows over intimacy. All right, we're turning down to Friday session of spoken word, and we're going to go straight to the phone lines, and we're going to open up 858. You on the air? I am. Happy, 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 joy, joy, joy. <laughs> How are you doing, Miss Angelic Poetess? I am doing great. I had a long week, but, you know, I had to get on and just do what I did. And you're doing it quite well, actually. <laughs> and so I'll give a ring a ding and drop a little, little something if that's right. All right. This here is entitled, When I Think of You. True story, y'all. When I think of you, time just stops and everything ceases to exist. When I think of you, the thought of being an honest man persists. It's okay to dream and nothing seems impossible when I think of you. When I close my eyes, I see the perfect view, captivating eyes and hypnotic smile, a silhouette of you. I understand that this may be too much too soon, but in my dreams, you're the bride, and I'm the groom. A beautiful, a joyful, a wonderful day for all to see, the day that you say I do to me. 
I can, can no longer conceal the truth about how I feel when I think of you. Some dreams do come true. I thought about you last night and everything was all right. I forgot about the thunder, the lightning, and the rain. I was at total ease. You helped soothe my pain. The cold nights are a little warmer than before, and the lonely nights (laughs) aren't so lonely anymore, and it's all because of you. In the midst of all this goodness, one thing remains unfair, and that is, I am here, and you are there. One love, y'all. I gotta get back up to this time. Let me just Stop it. <laughs> oh man. You dropping it. Mm. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I got I got little skills actually, just a little bit. I can do some something. <laughs> All righty. Well before you go, plug that yeah. for me. Oh, man, what show do I want to plug? All right, we'll keep it real. Um, Sunday, Monday, Wednesday nights. Ladies and gentlemen, you want to keep that floetic flow going? All poetry, Mondays, Sunday, Mondays, and Wednesday, 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. Blogtalkradio.com, the insomniatic. Poetry Theater, and that's where you can find me for the poetry. Right now. Ah, you know, all that stuff is, and this is keeping it real. What's that? When I get off this schedule, mm, mm, this schedule, Mm -hmm. I will be back with Insomniac. But right now, there's no way. I got to be sleeping on that time. Oh, oh. <laughs> wow, that was a nice intro. It's like when, when this schedule is done, mm, mm, mm. I was like, where are you going with this? Oh, okay. All right, um, well, I'm looking forward to when your load lightens up. All right. Thanks so much for calling that, babe. My pleasure, sweetie. Good night now. Night. I love baby. I love doing this thing, y'all. But we're going to keep it moving. And I'll continue on with the show. This is here, and I'm sure you guys hear this all the time, maybe on on your um, radio station in the car, but hey, I ain't the one to play this, no. You know, the songs is here all the time. But this here, I love this song. This, one, this is a classic in the making already. And this is Maxwell, Pretty Wings.
in my left eye. I see the glow that emanates from you in the midst of your smile. Your mesmerizing hips sway as you put one foot in front of the other. The curvaceousness of your physical being as you stand before me, honoring me with the grace of your physical presence. In my right eye, I see the strength you display daily that comes from the core of your spirit. The standards of non-compromising that you exhibit no matter how tough things may be for you at the moment. The passion you have for life, the compassion and respect you have for people no matter their physical appearance or social status. When the sight from both of my eyes combine, I see one clear vision that is balanced to perfection. You dwell in the center of my heart, the place where my life feels erupts. To answer your question in the simplest way possible. When I look at you, I see the woman I call my lady.
All right. You're tuned in to actually now Saturdays. That's no spoken word. Good morning, everyone. It's on the East Coast. Um, this song that I'm going to play here is for my boy, One Love, Bad Boy, doing his thing. I pay attention, and I'm not sure if you made it to the, the show where I actually had it on, but this one's for you.
I know about true love. It feels good. Got to tell you that. Now we're about to bring the big, big dog, the 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 next CEO of DTR, uh, about to come <laughs> We got the man, well, for the dude educated poet stepping up in. What up? What up? Oh, what up? What's going on, DAP? <sighs> Nothing much on my thing. You on your grind? You know it. Yeah. Man. You know, uh, D, I'm going to read this poem. I got I, I a little short. When I read it, because uh, I, I, I lost it. You know, you, know how, you know how you have stuff that you write that you lost? Mm-hmm. This is one of my lost poems. I think I read it. Oh, I read it one time this week. It's a real short poem, but this poem. But do I really want to go into poetry? Do I really want to talk about poetry? Mhm. What do you? Wait a minute. What do you? Wait a minute. What do you want me to talk about? You can talk I'm about on, poetry. Because <laughs> okay. right, I'm on. I'm on your show. I want to abide by your rules. Yo. I don't need okay. you putting me on a time out. No, I won't have to do that now. All right. Well, there's a little short piece that I want to share. It's about a, and when I mean short, I mean short. It's, it's actually, my intro is longer than this poem. That's how short this poem is. <laughs> Dang. Uh, 
This, this poem is about six lines long. That's how short this is. But it's short and sweet to the point. It's entitled, I Hate My Job. I hate my job, and that's no lie. As soon as I punch in, I start to cry. I hate my job, and now no joke. I can't wait for my break so I can take a smoke. I hate my job, and that's a fact. But I keep coming back like a fiend strung out on crack. I hate my job. And that's that piece. <laughs> Wow. Yo, Told you. Get on the job, man. See, I can't even get on that level yet. But I, I told you my intro was longer than the poem. Yeah, you will never learn about that. But, hey, it was straight into the point, and, and really, we got the gist of it. We know what's good now. You know, when I wrote that, I was actually at a job that I, that I really did hate. But mm-hmm. I love this. This thing about it is, you know, I loved it for about the first three and a half years, mm-hmm. but the last year and a half there, I couldn't stand it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I go to work. I, get, I had a migraine every Monday through Friday. Saturday and Sunday, I ain't got no migraines. I go to work on Monday, I got a migraine. Well, yeah. um, one love said he dare you to tell your boss that. <laughs> I, I shared <laughs> with my boss. And you know, and you, and you know what my boss did? He hung it up in his cubicle. Mm. Wow! Now we didn't. Now we didn't give it to the big boss, but you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He know how far I can go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what's up, Dev. Um, uh, plug in. Plug in. Okay. I'm not going to give my whole list of plugs because I'll take you to the end of your oh, show. Oh, no, you just take over the show. No, yeah. <laughs> I ain't trying to take over the show. I don't know. I, this is not the takeover. You are the you are the first lady of the urban spoken word nation. Not me. I'm just. And don't you forget it now. I'm just I'm I'm just the CEO, you know, but you the first lady. So look, he said I was just the CEO. You was off the hood. You know what? He ain't signed no prenups, y'all. He ain't signed no prenups. So I'm letting you know the minute you start acting simple, I'm going to take it over. <laughs> mm. See, that's why, you know what? I got, I got, I got, I got this. Uh, yeah, I ain't going to say it about that. But check this out. Uh, tomorrow, I'm just going to do this one. I'm only going to do one. I'm only going to do one. Um, I need each and every one of y'all, if y'all can, to please. And I, I and y'all ain't never heard me say this, but I'm begging mm. on my knees, mm. asking each and every one of you all to come to the Poetic Uprising Poetry Show today. Well, it is today, not yet. At least those us. At least at least for us today on that on on that West Coast, that coast that's about to fall off in the ocean as soon as the earth shake too hard. Uh, um, let me stop before they start throwing bombs at me. Uh, for everybody that's not on the, for everybody, come back and join me on the Poetic Uprising show tonight at 5 p.m. From 5 p.m. to 8 p.m., I am doing my first feature show. Excuse me, my first featured artist show, and the featured artist is none other than the Quiet Storm of Spoken Word. 
So I'm asking for each and everybody's support. Because of all the crazy stuff I've been doing during the week, I really ain't been able to advertise. So I just need y'all to go ahead and get out by word of mouth. Come on. So let's go ahead. And it ain't about me. I'm trying to get Q. You know, everybody know who QS is from being in the chat room. But you know what? I don't think anybody actually know who QS really is. And I'm going to ask him just to let us in on what it takes to be the quiet storm of spoken word. All right. That's what's up. Well, we appreciate you calling in. I'm about to close out. And now, I got a question just for you, though. Okay. And only you can determine this. Because, see, I'm feel What up, Emoa? I'm feeling not tired. I feel like hanging on blog talk for another two and a half or three hours. But if I can't have my first lady with me, I ain't going to do it. Okay. So I'll let you know in a minute. I can't make that decision right now. <laughs> so All right. I get, I, I'm, I'm going to call you. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, guys. Everyone that showed up tonight, I appreciate the love. Shout out to the chat room. One love at home. Biz Radio, The Educated Poet. Oh, Eric Moore, thank you for coming through, Poetic Slow Town. Abby Wise One, oh, my goodness, thank you for coming through. So Poetry, Spicy, and Miss Quiet Storm, Lady Blue, thank you all for coming through. I'm going to end this show on a quote. Those that have me on Facebook, I I put quotes up regularly just to inspire and I will share one with you tonight. So you have a choice. You either live or die. Every breath is a choice. Every minute is a choice. So it's to be or not to be. Peace and blessings to you all. You have a lovely night. And remember, nothing is impossible without someone that stays. He makes it all happen. Second time around But before you go There's something I'd like to say Everything's not worth it seems There's a stronger force behind the scenes He's in our lives every day He's right there when we go